listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast. My name is John, and this is Tiny. Hello. And we're here to podcast. Yeah. In case you forgot, (laughs) in the two seconds since I said it was a podcast. How was your week this week? It was a great week. I took Hudson to Atlanta this weekend to see Dead and Company, mm-hmm. and uh, I unlocked the hippie portion of his brain. He <laughs> discovered a whole new world. I may never get him back. I don't know, but he had a blast, and I had fun watching him. I have fun, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was a great concert. We had a good time. Hung out on the lot. To let him introduce him to all the different types of hippies out there, like. <laughs> These are the ones you got to watch out for because they'll take your wallet. These are the kind that are just trying to make a buck selling whatever, you know, stickers and stuff they have. Yeah, various (laughs) drugs, all that. He did get offered to smoke smoke a joint, which I did too. I declined, you know. Because Hudson was there. Yeah, he he probably declined because I was there. Which goes to show. That's what you say. You get two bad. That's right. (laughs) You get two batteries together. <laughs> and they'll police the other one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, that guy was very nice. There was one point where uh, Hudson was like, man, somebody's blowing pot smoke on us. And I was like, that's DMT, buddy. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, you gotta learn to, you gotta learn your smells around here. I was like, you start out smoking the wrong stuff. That's what you take to meet the machine elves. That's right. And somebody was, they were getting down on it. So uh, there were a couple of things over. They were late. We sat in the lawn because we're not rich, you know. Right. So we didn't have ivory, ivory tower seats like everybody else. At the dead show. Yeah. And <laughs> what was funny is, so me and Hudson just roll up there, and I'm like. We're not bringing a blanket or anything. We can sit on the grass. We're men, you mm-hmm. know. All the old hippies, which is like my age people now, <laughs> right? They all had camping chairs and blankets and all that. And I was like, "You guys are weak. <laughs> they are so weak." I was like, "The original hippies never would have done this." So we sat right our butts directly on the grass, except when the show was going on. Hudson danced a lot. I thought he was going to roll down the hill a few times and get a little out of balance. <laughs> well, we had a lot of fun. Nice. The The uh, best part of it is anybody who's ever been to Lakewood in Atlanta, you know, the parking is less than to be desired. There's not enough parking there for that amphitheater. Mm-hmm. So you end up, it's like going to Legion Field in Birmingham, essentially the same neighborhood, which is, Let's hope we have tires when we get back to the vehicle. <laughs> right. That type of neighborhood. So we found a lot to turn in, and we're waiting to turn left to get in the lot. And I've been in a line of cars, and it's two old, uh, an old guy and his wife directing people to park in this tiny lot. So people are having to back up and get close and all that. It's taking people a long time. So the line's moving slow, but there's enough room for me to get in there. And there's a car in front of me finally gets to turn left and he was turned left, but his butt was still hanging out the road. Well, this dude gets out of line and goes up in front of me and does a U-turn and gets like right by that red car. So it could be next in line. 
that red car blocked traffic when it was time for him to pull up to let me go in in front of that other dude. Oh. I was like, this is what it's all about. <laughs> so I paid for that guy's parking and uh, got out. I was like, thank you, man. We live in a society. We have to keep <laughs> rules. And he was like, I agree. <laughs> so I made a buddy real quick against that other dude who parked right beside him, too. And so we both got to give him the stink eye. Like, yeah. come on. But he was a young, you know, he was like a 20-something mm-hmm. there with his frat bros or something. He he don't know about life yet. Right. He ain't been beat down like us. <laughs> he hadn't had his dreams dashed as much as we had. So, um, but it was fun. Had a great time. Nice. Uh, how was your week? Memorial uh, Day, did y'all do anything big? We went over the in-laws. Okay. So, you know, great. kids shot each other with water guns. Beautiful. Yeah. That's great. What better way to remember our fallen <laughs> than a water gun war? <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. It's like a historical reenactment uh-huh. where nobody gets hurt. <clears throat> yeah. Memorial Day is a great holiday. It is. Yeah, it is. So, um, any other big news? <laughs> no. How I, is I Tiny's so. lawn service? I haven't gotten any updates on it in a while. It's going great. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was able to <laughs> fix my mower. Okay, so good. For the time being. Now, listen, I'm sure it'll break down again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the hunt for some parts. But right now, it's going great. How many lawns do you have? Two. Two. And then not counting Richards. A, exactly, yeah, two not counting Richards. I had a one-time gig. Oh, okay. On like a house that had been sold. Oh, and they wanted right. me to cut the yard before the new uh, family moved in. Wow. But uh, You're picking up realtor gigs. <laughs> well, one. <laughs> I like it. How did they hook that up? Does, was it like... Uh, no, they, they posted in the, oh, in the Facebook the Bell Mead group, Facebook yeah. group. And I was like, I'll do it. You're right on. Yeah. So. You got notifications turned <laughs> on for that, don't you? Yeah, dude. That's good. That's good. I would, I would, it would be nice if I could have like maybe one or two more yards. I think anything past that, it would be too much. Well, you know, our but. listener, Todd, I've mentioned him before. He's mm-hmm. got a little business called Todd's Odd Jobs. Okay. Like pressure washing. Mm-hmm. He'll come hang your blinds up. Tiny's odd jobs works too, you know. You can just be about, a general handyman. Thought about borrowing my neighbor's uh, pressure washer and trying to sell. Sure, right. those ladies. Uh, hey, let me get your driveway. Yeah, I'll, let me get your driveway out here. That's not a bad idea. Tell rent it from Richard. You know, for half or whatever they're going to pay yeah, you. Yeah, or just use it for free. Seems that true. I cut his grass for free. That's not a bad idea too. <laughs> Maybe you need to go to him and be like, look, I've started a lawn care service and I'll give you a buddy rate, a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Which is like over twice. He don't have to know that. He's going to be like, wow, that's kind of steep. I think I'll cut it myself. Mm-hmm. And then you go, look, man, I, let's just say 50. <laughs> and he'll be like, okay, that sounds fair. Yeah. And then you cut his grass. And now la- you got three yards. I was like, a lady, uh, she did have me uh, trim her hedges. Okay. Which uh, sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Tara was like, uh, you really should like, Read an article, maybe. <laughs> like, read some kind of... How to trim hedges. Do I mean, I've killed at least three of our bushes, I think, when oh, I yeah. cut them back this last time, which Dieter keeps mentioning it, and I'm like, I don't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> I was like, you said you want to dramatically cut. I've dramatically cut them. Uh-huh. If they die, it's fine with me. 
Well, now I will say that in our old house, I once cut back the hedges like that, and Tara was upset with me. They looked terrible. Yeah. For I don't know four months, five sure. months or so. Right. So do mine. But they did come back. Yeah. So I think you're good here. I haven't brought up that Deidre killed like three, probably forty year old azalea bushes at our old house, mm-hmm. cutting them back because right. they were too big or whatever. Yeah. They were beautiful. It looked like Augusta National. Till she got a hold of them <laughs> and killed them, straight up killed them. Those things would be worth thousands of dollars at a nursery. She killed them. So whatever. I haven't brought that up. Uh-huh. Owing only, for some reason, we're always working on John and what, <laughs> what I do wrong. We're going to do a whole lot of working on Deidre and what she does wrong. Yeah. Rarely ever have those discussions. It's weird how that works out. <laughs> well, anyway, what happened this week as far as the news? Oh, man. So I, we're going to talk about a nun. Okay. We always love a, nun, a good nun story. Um, what body odors attract mosquitoes since we're getting into the summer? And a uh, politician who had a little phone problem. Okay. I have a story about a man who needed to get out of a plane. In a hurry, I have a story about duck hunt, but I was going to start with this one. Lawyer's AI blunder shows perils of chat GPT in the early days. Okay. Although I think you could probably just strike early days from that. This is one of the problems of chat GPT. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you've noticed, but chat GPT apparently is notorious for just making up stuff. Okay. It basically argues like your Facebook uncle. <laughs> it just... Spits out made-up facts. Just starts making up facts. Apparently. It's fake news is what it is. A lawyer's citation of court decisions fabricated by ChatGPT shows the peril of relying on the artificial intelligence chatbot without proper safeguards. New York lawyers Stephen Schwartz and Peter LaDuca face a June 8th hearing on potential sanctions after a court brief that they submitted citing six non-existent cases. Schwartz acknowledged that ChatGPT invented the cases, even though he initially believed the tool had surfaced authentic citations. According to the affidavit, he filed May 25th in Manhattan Federal Court. So apparently he's doing his research on ChatGPT. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Of course. (laughs) But like me... He no, yeah, he didn't go back and double check these court cases that ChatGPT was making up, <laughs> which I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have either. Of course not. But apparently, you need to. Right. Anytime you ask ChatGPT to do your homework, you better better double check it. Yeah. Uh, quote: Maybe this is an extreme example of lawyer over reliance on ChatGPT," said Drew Shimshaw, a guy. Gonzaga University law professor, this might not be the last time that we see an integration too quickly and with too high of reliance and additional regulatory guidance is going to be warranted. ChatGPT, a chat bot model from research nonprofit OpenAI, is among the buzziest of generative AI tools that promise to ease lawyer workloads with the technology's ability to carry on human-like conversations quickly compile information from the internet and respond to questions through machine learning. Advances in technology are no substitute for checking work, said Bruce Green, Mm. a Fordham law professor. Attorney professional conduct rules include provisions on technological competence and the responsibilities of supervisory lawyers. This isn't really a new problem. Lawyers have offloaded or delegated work for years 
you have to be sure that if it's work done by a non-lawyer, by someone who's not licensed in the jurisdiction, that the work is completely done and you have to own it. Swartz and LaDuca, who each have practiced at the law firm, uh, is that Lividal, Lividal, and Oberman since the 1990s did not immediately return requests for comment on Tuesday. The New York Times first reported about their case on May 27th. So hmm. there you go. This is, uh, <laughs> I mean, I would have fallen into the same trap. Yeah. And I think most people would have too. How do you fix this? Now, I'm not a machine learning well, do programmer. You, th- you but- think it's in your prompts? Like, Chat GBT cite, you know, actual cases where XYZ happened, you know, or well, something like that. Like the key word there is actual. Yeah. Right. What do you do when it just spits out? I guess you got to verify. That's what you get your paralegal to do, right? <laughs> See more butts versus these sure. nuts. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I know that. So, like, Deidre used to do some side work for mm-hmm. a friend of ours who did a lot of medical litigation. It's weird. I had the same conversation last week with somebody. And they would get Deidre to review, like, medical charts and basically break down the medical language into language that they could understand. Right. And kind of look at it and give her opinion on, well, yeah, the doctor should have done this or he forgot to do this, all that. And it was great money when she did it. <laughs> they the lawyers like to pay, apparently, as much as they like to charge. Well, I was about to say they got a lot of money. Yeah. So I guess they're just spreading that cheese. But I don't think if Deidre had just made up a bunch of mumbo jumbo that they would have accepted it. You know, they surely they're verifying the things she was telling them, like getting another opinion on it all, I would think. Well, I would like to think that, but lawyers are people too. Sure. And right. people love to take the easiest path. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Anytime that's there's right. an easier way to do something, that's typically the, with the path of least resistance. I wonder if Deidre got any doctors like disbarred or whatever <laughs> it is. <for> them. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't like read their handwriting correctly or right. whatever. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you stop it. I mean, it's not AI is going to consume us all. I think it's important to, from what my understanding is, chat GPT is a chat bot and its primary function is to mimic human speech, conversation. conversation. Yes. That's what, that was what it was primarily built to do. Maybe you can, you know, program chat GPT to like, Site actual, yeah, like, like a research bot. Like, like, okay, don't make stuff up anymore. Yeah, you just, need to have at least three sources before you say something as a fact. Yeah, I say, surely then, somebody's working on that. But then, you, when you get into that, what happens when its sources, you know, are fake or slash conspiracy on Reddit or something? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't know. And I think we once again arrive to the fundamental philosophical question. What is true? <laughs> it's been a problem for us. Now it's going to be a problem for the robots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, this is a very interesting place we're rapidly, it seems, approaching. Yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Because <laughs> I'm not smarter than a robot. I'm not smarter than most people. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just get by on charisma and good looks. <laughs> a robot will crush us all. So. With made up facts, apparently. Yeah. I would like to get us all together and just be like, hey, guys, let's pull the plug on all this AI stuff. Mm-hmm. And let's just go back to the olden times of doing our own research. Well, have you seen the headlines? Now, I haven't dug into it beyond reading the headlines, but there's been like a few noteworthy AI proponents come out and, and say that it's too dangerous and we need to shut it down. Have you seen Oh, that? Yeah, yeah, I haven't. Okay, well, I'm on board with them. I, I support would, them. <laughs> hey, I would recommend somebody... If you're interested further, uh, go do a Google search and then email me the facts because <laughs> I haven't looked into it beyond just the headlines. But you're asking <laughs> someone to be Chat GPT for you. Apparently, it is. Uh, it's been it started to frighten some. I mean, it, it scares us, but we're nobodies. Apparently, there's some people who mad their opinion right. matter, and now they're starting to get freaked out. My little. Snapchat AI mm-hmm. freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> What's it been saying? Well, so John Mayer plays with Dig and Company. Right. And Hudson was on the way over. He was like, I don't like John Mayer. And I was like, why? He's cool. He's like, well, he cheated on Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and so we asked Snapchat if Taylor, if John Mayer cheated on Taylor Swift. And Snapchat said, I don't think it's right to talk about other people's personal <laughs> lives or something. <laughs> and I was like, and John's like, oh, Snapchat. That's what Hudson, Hudson so was like, learn. but we love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just very weird to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if John Mayer cheated on Taylor Swift or not. I know that Taylor Swift gets broken up with a lot, and I think she might be the problem in all of it. <laughs> right. You know? Like, she's an attractive, rich lady. Seems like she could keep a man. Well, look, she needs a new album. So Maybe that's gotta it. Gotta go, she's got to have she's inspiration. Gotta, she's got to go through six or seven new breakups. I don't know. How else is she going to write those songs? <laughs> Livy is, she is Taylor Swift's number one fan, I think. Huh. Of course, she gave me a hard time about not taking her to see Taylor Swift when I took us to see Dead and Company. <laughs> I was like, number one, it's not Taylor Swift's final tour. Right. I was like, number two, we can't pay $1,000 for tickets. <laughs> like, we just can't do it. Sorry. You're just going to have to wait until she's in her late 30s. <laughs> right. Yes, you wait until she's on the downhill. Yes. We'll go see her then. When she's playing the hits. Yeah, she's playing like the Golden Moon <laughs> Casino yes. in Tunica, Mississippi. She's at Silver Star. Yes. <laughs> that's, where you, uh, that's where rock and roll ends, is playing, <laughs> playing casinos around the southeast. Yeah. Which, I mean... Who did I? Who somebody I knew went and saw like I don't remember who it was. Maybe Kid Rock at a casino or something. <laughs> and I was like, probably was a pretty good time, you know. Yeah, you're at the casino. You get your hotels right there. You could gamble if you wanted to. You could get drunk. You don't have to worry about driving home or anything. You just go up to your hotel room. I may get into going to casinos solely to watch washed up rock and roll acts. Norm McDonald's, he was talking about having a gambling problem. Oh, yeah? He said, I knew I had a problem when a casino was offering to pay me in casino chips, (laughs) and I still did the show. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. Um, you know what Elon Musk's solution to all this is? What? Don't you? Like the the AI, the machines, they're going to be better than us in every way. Right. Because we're going to build them like that. Yes. He thinks the solution is for us to integrate with technology. I saw that his Neuralink Neuralink thing got approved for trials or something. Human trials. That's right. I don't know the weirdos that are going to do that. (laughs) Well, he says it's going to start with uh, people who have disabilities. Okay. As a way for them to integrate with technology. You know. Yeah. Like being able to, you know, type by just, you know, looking at a screen or sure. whatever. It's going to start like that. Yeah. But then it's going to end with us all being Johnny Mnemonic. How did Stephen Hawking talk? <laughs> was his, was it like his <laughs> little... Before he had a robot voice. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> with the robot voice. Okay, with the robot voice. It's probably not nice to make fun of him. <laughs> He's burning in hell anyways. Uh, or he's just gone. <laughs> no, he's he's in hell. Uh, like I know he had like a little tube or something in his mouth. Is that what how it worked? Or did his assistant like? I read. I think it was uh, who's the the Japanese physicist guy. I don't know, but um, he's cool. Mikael Kaku. Is that his name? Yeah, I read one of his books one time where it wasn't about Stephen Hawking. He was just mentioning his friend. Yeah. And I think it was something to do with the somehow a computer actually tracked his eye movements. Okay. Like him looking at a keyboard and he was able to type out stuff. Huh. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I always thought it'd be kind of cool if it was his little little assistant. Doing it. He's like, <laughs> every once in a while, just make him say something wild. <laughs> well, he said wild stuff. No, he was <laughs> apparently before he lost all his faculties, quite the horn dog. Yeah, he, uh, I think even after he, he, he come down, oh, he with, was still, <laughs> he cheated on his, his wife at the time with like one of his For caretakers. Real? Yeah. Apparently, that's what happened. There's women out there who like that big brain. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably rich too, I guess. Do you get a cash prize when you win like the Nobel Prize in physics or whatever? I don't know. I would imagine it's probably not hard to get funding for your, your yeah, projects whatever. and stuff, but I don't yeah. know how much of that actually goes into your pocket. I, oh, I, I no think idea. a lot of it. Goes <laughs> you to, think a lot of it. You're like, oh, look, the director needs a salary of this much. Did you ever have you ever read his book, uh, A Brief History of Time? I have never read his book. I read that book. I felt like I think I understood maybe. That's why I've never. I'm being generous to myself. I think maybe I understood about forty percent of it. (laughs) I love the idea of physics. Like Uh I really think, you know, that explains how God set up the world to run. Mm -hmm. I'm not smart enough to understand it at all. I need like that Asian dude because he'll do a show on time every once in a while. And while I'm watching it, I'm like. This makes perfect sense. And then I'll go to tell it to somebody, and I sound like an idiot. Right. So, anyways. Physics is, I'm the same with you. I don't understand it, but I love to listen to other people talk about it. It it really does seem like physicists are trying to decode the very programming of the universe. Right. Yeah, that's exactly, to me, what it seems like. Yeah, which is great. It makes me regret not taking math more seriously when I was actually <laughs> taking math, right. you know, because that's really all it comes down to is math. Yeah. You know, I was just like, this is stupid. <laughs> you know? If I only have one, if Miss Butler in 11th grade had been like, 
John, this is going to unlock the secrets of the universe. (laughs) You don't even have to take psychedelics. Don't you understand (laughs) that gravity works this way? Sure. Whether it's on Earth or where it's anywhere else in the universe. And we don't know why. We have no clue why. (laughs) We know it works this way. We have no idea why. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe God. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. All right. That's so, what the presuppositionalist would say. <laughs> Get out of here with your Bible school words. Anyway. Speaking of, of God, a nun whose body shows little decay since 2019, her 2019 death draws hundreds to rural Missouri. Huh. Shout out Eddie and Heather Adams. It may be in their hometown. I don't know. Uh Hundreds of people flocked to a small town in Missouri this week and last to see a black nun. Seems racist. Nuns can be any color. (laughs) Whose body has barely decomposed since 2019. Some say it's a sign of holiness in Catholicism, while others say the lack of decomposition may not be as rare as people think. Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster was exhumed in April, according to this statement from the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles in Grower, Goer, Mississippi, Missouri. Um, Gozer. <laughs> it's G-O-W-E-R. That, once again, that was the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles in Grower, Mississippi, Missouri. Dang it. <laughs> The nun have been preparing for the addition of have been preparing for the addition of a Saint Joseph shrine, and that involved the reinterment of the remains of our beloved foundress, Sister Wilhelmina, the statement said. When they exhumed her, they were told to expect only bones since she had been buried in a simple wooden coffin without any embalming four years ago. Instead, they discovered an intact body and a perfectly preserved religious habit, the statement said. Hmm. The nuns hadn't meant to publicize the discovery, but someone posted a private email publicly, and the news began to spread like wildfire. Um, Volunteers with local law enforcement have helped manage the crowds in the town of roughly 1,800 people, as people have visited from all over the country to see and touch Lancaster's body. I don't know if I'd be touching it. (laughs) Well... It's a it's a big deal, so I still don't know if I'd touch it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I might. like, Holy Spirit, come on in, <laughs> leave the bacteria on the body. Just one. All right. It was pretty amazing," said Samuel Dawson, who's Catholic and visited from Kansas City with his son last week. It was very peaceful, just very reverent. Um, Dawson said there were a few hundred people when he visited and that he saw many out-of-state cars. Um, The monastery said in a statement that Lancaster's body will be placed in a glass shrine in their church on Monday. Visitors will be able to see the body and take dirt from her grave, but they won't be able to touch her. Hmm. Um, Incorruptibility has been verified in the past, Tiny knows a lot about incorruptibility. We were talking about it before we got on the air. I asked Chat GPT about it. <laughs> uh, it says, but it's very rare. There's a well-established process to pursue the case for sainthood, but that has not been initiated in this case yet, um, the diocese said. 
Hmm. Um, I'm trying to get down here to where people are trying to debunk it. The Satanists are trying to debunk it. <laughs> uh, they- uh, okay, here we go. Rebecca George, who's an anthropology instructor at Western Carolina University in North Carolina, liberal, we all know this. She's <laughs> de- debunking the the thing. Says a body's lack of decomposition may not be as rare as people are expecting. Uh, she said the mummification of unembalmed bodies is common at the university's facility, and the bodies could stay preserved for many years if allowed to. Uh, typically, when we bury people, we don't exhume them. We don't get to look at them in a couple years out, George said. With 100 years, there might be nothing left. But when you've got just a few years out, this is not unexpected. Hmm. So. I would Take like- that, Catholics. This lady <laughs> says you guys are a bunch of frauds. I don't like it, and I don't agree with her. I would like to know what some professors at the University of Tennessee yeah, well, who run body, the body farm. Yeah, the body I would farm. like to hear what they had to say. Do you think this uh, North Carolina, Wilmington, or wherever it was, they have like a low-rent body farm? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like a Dollar General version <laughs> compared to Tennessee's? Yeah, I don't know. Very weird. Uh-huh. I've never dug up a dead body to know what one would look like a day after it dies. Mm-hmm. I don't, so I can't say if this is a true incorruptibility or not. Yeah. I would, it I, it does sound interesting. Yeah. No embalming. Four years. Casket, four years. Yeah. In the weather. But I don't know what, I mean, what's the, uh, is it like a really dry area? Like what's the environment? Where she was interred at, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I it guess made, much like the Midwest, the Southern Midwest. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know, which is probably snow, rain, mm-hmm. mild summer compared to us. They're weaklings up there. <laughs> they could not withstand an Alabama summer, right? Yeah, I, I don't know, but incorruptibility. It is a. Don't a you think bugs would have gotten to her, like grubs or something? Worms, I don't know. Yeah, worms or yeah, I I don't know. Maybe she's a saint. Maybe I suppose. I don't know why they said she was a black nun. That's bothered me a little bit. (laughs) Is that like a certain sect of nuns, or is they actually referring to a race? Maybe they're uh, more holy. (laughs) Maybe so. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I I don't know. The church in Ethiopia has been around for a while. They probably have black nuns. Mm Hmm. Hmm. So, but yeah, I was wondering if, like, what if they're like the uh, secret agents of the nuns, <laughs> the, the dark ops? <laughs> they're SEAL Team Six. You're Maybe. a black nun. <laughs> you have to go through a rigorous training process. Uh, well, I have no segue. Just- There's none. I've <laughs> ruined it for everybody. Catholics, y'all need to go after that lady who's saying it's fake. <laughs> I go after. Yeah, boycott her, <laughs> dude. We got sh- we got Bud Light <laughs> shut down. I was about to say the conservatives. <laughs> I think. Listen, I think maybe we should settle down just a tad. Sure. Okay. You 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 cost Bud Light thirty billion dollars, <laughs> whatever in it was. market share. Yeah. Okay. Funny. Right. Yes. Okay. Then you went after Target. Sure, they lost All some right. money. 
Now they're going after Chick Fil A. I saw that too. I think. Look, look, y'all are turning into the liberals. That's what I say. Our conservatives now all about cancel culture. Sure. That's what it seems like. I will say anecdotally at the Dead and Company show, which you would think, even though we we're in the South, is overwhelmingly mm-hmm. liberal people. You know, I mean, it's tie dye rainbows everywhere there. I didn't see, but maybe two people drink a Bud Light. <laughs> I promise everybody was drinking Miller Light. Had a guy try to give me a Miller Light, couldn't take it because Hudson was with me. Golly, nerd. <laughs> but we were going in the show. He's like, I'm not be able to finish this before we get to the gate. You want to kill this beer? And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm Baptist. I can't because my son's with me. Yeah. I have to set a good example for him. I thought about just shotgunning it right in front of him, though. I just feel like <laughs> you'll learn one day, son. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying, anecdotally, not a lot of people drink a Bud Light there. My message to all my friends who were Team Red, yeah, just chill out. Yeah, everybody be cool. Okay, just for be cool. years, you talked about how important freedom of speech was and right. how cancel culture was bad, and then you get one success, sure, and now it's just like. Unleash the beast. <laughs> They've gotten drunk on that cancel culture power. <laughs> yeah, you know? yes. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I they don't know. finally had a successful boycott. Hadn't had one since the 90s. For forever. <laughs> when was the last boycott we pulled off? Disney. Did we? Did we? <laughs> the even? Baptist, yeah. The Baptist the boycott. We boycotted Target already. <laughs> we boycotted Disney. I remember boycotting Pepsi at some point in time. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. The only ones the Baptists could do was boycotting Bud Light. <laughs> that was the only one we won on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Seems uh, weird. I don't know. Well, well yeah. Con- the conservatives are now the new party for cancel culture. That's really it. Yeah. It's kind of lame. I mean, I think we, we've talked you. on this show it started about how it started with yeah. us. Yes. And then, like, the, the, the left Democrats, took it over. they kind of super, they got into it. They made is, it is an is art it, form. Is it just fun to do? I think it is. Like, once, you just, once you're able to get somebody fired yeah. and destroy them financially sure. or destroy a business, you're just like, oh, who are we going to who, who get who's next? Who's next? <laughs> who's next, Matt Walsh? Who's next? <laughs> Tell us who to go after, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think you just get drunk with power, and yeah. it's also probably pretty funny, uh-huh. you know, because you're like, I had a little hand in that. That mm-hmm. dude doesn't have a job anymore. Oh, we destroyed an entire brand. <laughs> I mean, which nobody's feeling sorry for Anheuser Busch. They're like a billion dollar corporation. I mean, Bud Light. Weren't they kind of the beer for rednecks? Yeah. And then you put and like kids. a trans woman on there, yeah. and you're shocked that rednecks don't want to drink your beer anymore. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then also Target, like their stock was struggling before all this, right. wasn't it? Yeah. And then so they, I don't know how successful these air quotes here, conservative boycotts were. But Well, I, I don't know either. I, I, I don't care, really. Yeah, like, I don't either. My wife went to Target. Day four yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to be like, don't go to Target. You know, like <laughs> if they have something we need, go to Target. I'm not a huge fan of Target, but it's got nothing to do with that. It's just because I feel it clashes with my white trash up. Well, that's what, we're not rich enough to shop at Target enough to matter. <laughs> yes. you know? It was like she needed a new bath mat and 
we couldn't stoop to buy one from Walmart like mm-hmm. we have for our entire life. We live in Bill Mead now. We got to get a nice one. <laughs> I got to get the Target Batman. Yeah. So we had to get one because they don't have the ones with the, with the memory foam at Walmart, <laughs> according to her. So we, she had to go to Target to get one. Now, huh. I could go on another diatribe about why we need one, <laughs> but it, she's the one who washed it and then thought it'd be a good idea to dry it. Uh-huh. And completely screwed it up. I was like, you got to air dry that. I'm just going to tumble it in here. Looking. Okay, whatever. Now we got out $25 on a new bath mat. All you had to do is listen to me. Yeah. Doesn't happen as often as I would like around the house sometimes. Hmm. All right. What else you got? Uh, how about this? Deputies accuse a man of using a Nintendo duck hunt pistol to rob a business. Okay. <laughs> Did he hit anything with it? <laughs> there was some dog laughing at him <laughs> when he was coming out the store. Not going to lie, I love Duck Hunt. It was it's my fun. favorite part of the original Nintendo. Should we take some time just to explain to the younger listeners? <laughs> Surely they know what Duck Hunt <laughs> is, right? <laughs> duck Hunt is that little dog and duck combo that you pick in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> It was a it was a light gun game back in the eighties. For yes. those of you who don't know what a light gun game was, there was a technology that allowed CRT TVs to input signals back to the Nintendo so that you could like shoot a light gun at the screen. Right. That no longer works today, but it did then. Yeah. You gotta have an old TV for it to work. Yes, still. you do. Yeah. Uh, a man in North Carolina was arrested after being accused of using a pistol-shaped controller from the 1980s Nintendo game Duck Hunt to rob a business, according to the York County Sheriff's Office. It had to be a young person behind the counter. <laughs> it was yeah. like scared by Because if it had been like one of somebody our age, we'd be yeah. like, wait a minute. That's man, a, you got a Duck Hunt gun. That's a Nintendo zapper. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the trigger. You want to hear that little <laughs> click, click, click? But you got you, you going to throw your power mat out next? <laughs> Where's your glove? The power glove. The power yeah. glove. Like, yeah. What are you just like, 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 oh, yeah? Just look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to freeze you like Captain In by pushing the start button. The deputy said 25-year-old David Joseph Del Sandro, 25. So this is a guy he probably thought he's, it, he, he's he like, know. nobody's going to know what this is. <laughs> he didn't know what it was. Allegedly robbed a convenience store in the Charlotte area around 5.45 p.m. Tuesday. He was wearing a mask, a wig, a hooded sweatshirt. And then he allegedly showed the clerk the fake gun, which had been painted. And then he took $300 from the register. Oh, so Look he spray painted it? Yeah, he's, they got a picture of it right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the barrel on it's so big. I yeah. like, dude, what are you shooting? A 12 gauge? It's like a handgun <laughs> or a hand cannon. Yes, yeah, like Man. that thing's going to knock you over. <laughs> uh, authorities said that they found him down the street and they arrested him. So, okay. Man, that's hilarious. I don't know if you're aware, but here several years back, I remember there was some. Some business, they got a lot of likes on Facebook and Instagram because they took a Glock 22 and, like, painted it and did it up to look like a Nintendo Zapper. Oh, for real? Yes. I don't remember that. <laughs> but it was like a for real Glock 22. I just don't know. I just don't know where you're sitting there going. 
in a, in the United States where <laughs> guns are readily available. Yeah. Why you're like, I'm going to spray paint this video game controller and go try to hold up the liquor store or whatever mm-hmm. she, he was trying to find out. I just don't know. Just go my, get a real gun. Yeah, that would certainly make sense to us. My assumption would be that if you're caught using a fake gun, yeah. then you don't get like a Armed deadly robbery. weapons charge yeah. because you technically weren't armed. Huh. Well. But is it, doesn't that sound like you're uh, you're like, kind of like planning to fail all sure. that? <laughs> you're thinking you're going to get caught? That sounds like a chat GPT legal defense, too. <laughs> That's probably not true. You know, it's probably like if you have anything that it resembles a weapon, yeah. you'll get charged with a felony or whatever. Lawyers, write in and let us know. It probably sure. varies by. We should ask Joey. <laughs> Joey, if I robbed a bank please with a Nintendo me, Zapper, please tell me Joey doesn't listen to this show. I'd be so embarrassed. I don't think he does. Yeah, he did teach my Sunday school this past Sunday, though. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot you're at church with him now. Yeah. Wow, you're touching the, <laughs> you're touching the hem of the robe when you're in Joey's class. Wow, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It could just be that like that's a rumor. Like the cops have to tell you they're undercover cops if you if ask you ask them. them. Yeah, right. Yes. If I ask it, you got to tell me if you're a cop that's entrapment. You're like, that's not going to work. Dude, lie. Police. <laughs> lie all the time. They will lie Absolutely. Deidre watched a Netflix show while we were gone about, you remember the girl who got uh, raped on the University of Alabama? Well, she got raped by this, first of all, allegedly got raped. Oh, is this the, the new Alabama uh, sorority well she watched that documentary too. i call a little bit of that okay it was stupid all you need to know about the alabama sorority thing is people hate popular folks that's all it is <laughs> they hate people who are cool they've right. always hated people that are cool this is classic nerds versus bullies okay. that's all that was all right all right and it wasn't even that bad on the 20 minutes that i saw it mm-hmm. if you like hot young ladies <laughs> It's the show for you. (laughs) All right. But the other one is on Netflix, and I can't remember what it was called, but it's about like that girl. She was allegedly raped by this guy from a very prominent family in Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. The girl ended up committing suicide. Well, in amongst that documentary, Dieter was telling me there was another girl who was sexually assaulted and went to the police about it, and the police were like, well, now we got the security cam footage of you hanging all over this dude and, you know, mm-hmm. acting like you wanting it or whatever. Right. And so she ended up having to plead guilty to filing false rape charges. Oh, gosh. Come to find out there was no surveillance footage of any kind. They were just lying about it. Right. Which Dang. is weird. Yeah. It did not make, according to Dieter, the Tuscaloosa law enforcement look too competent. Hmm. So I don't know. I back the blue. <laughs> I'm with the blue. That's me. Everyone knows I love the police. Yeah, well, I'm just, uh, whether you love the police or you hate the police or you're indifferent towards the police, Yeah. just know that when they call you in yeah. in that little room and you're sitting at a desk, right? they will say whatever they want to say, Yes. whatever they need to say to 
Right. To accomplish whatever it is that they're trying to get accomplished. I was very proud when Dieter was, it was not when we had like walked in the door and Dieter had just finished the show and was telling us about, I was mm-hmm. extremely proud when Hudson was like, why are they talking to the cops without a lawyer? <laughs> you and don't, I was don't like, do that. That's my boy. That's my boy. I was like, just shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> Tell them you want a lawyer. I heard a Louis C.K. joke one time where he was talking about this show, The First 48. Oh, yeah. And he said, uh, he said the cops, they get a suspect, they call him into the office, and then they try to talk to it, and people love to talk. Yeah, right. In fact, I've only seen two episodes where someone said, you know, I think I'd like to have a lawyer. Yeah. And those are the two episodes where it said, are char- all charges against such and such <laughs> exactly. a drop due to lack of evidence. <laughs> yeah. The cops will lie to you. <laughs> they always have. Yeah. Yeah. I love the police. I think they do a job that not a lot of people could do. And I think for the most part, they do a very good job. I don't trust them one bit. I never have. (laughs) I never will. It's always been me against them. Well, it goes back to trust no one. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Tidy's mom, once again, with the sagest advice we've been given. Trust no one. All right. It's mosquito season. I want to do this article to help everyone out. Um, An assistant professor at Johns Hopkins University published a study examining a key factor that attracts mosquitoes to some people. Um, Now, let me scroll on down here and get past it. All right. So, uh, Christian Edwards doesn't understand... Uh, the fuss in the mosquitoes. She can finish her route as a mail carrier in Catonsville without one bite. It might be the blood type. I don't know. They don't bother me at all, Edwards said. Um, The seemingly capricious taste of mosquitoes confound us. Do they prefer sweet skin, type O blood? Um, A new study in current biology, it's a page turner if you're not subscribed (laughs) to that one right there. You need to get on it. Which, by the way, at my office, I've started receiving subscriptions for Sports Illustrated that I've never signed up for. Huh? Didn't send me the the swimsuit issue. <laughs> I wanted to see some hot trans men in bikinis <laughs> or trans just, ladies in bikinis. I was just fixing to say, from what I hear, it's not what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about. I don't even know if there's trans in it. They're everywhere nowadays, so I wouldn't be surprised. But Dieter told me Martha Stewart's on it. Oh wow! I, I love old ladies. <laughs> it's nothing sacred. <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, <laughs> there is not one safe spank to be had. <laughs> <laughs> We've all gotten one off of Martha Stewart at some point in our lives, right? A, a nice Kmart commercial comes on. Maybe before the internet. Sure. That's what I'm talking about. A Kmart commercial? Yeah. A uh, nice Thanksgiving special. Our children like that. will never know the struggle. We they have no idea. As a kid. They have no clue. They don't even know how to use their imaginations to masturbate. <laughs> You know, they have no clue how to turn that on. Uh, all right, back to mosquitoes. Um, this nerd at John Hopkins examined key factors that attract mosquitoes to some people over others, and that's body odor. Mosquitoes prefer men and women with high levels of three common natural compounds 
was smells most closely associated with. Now, look, if you get bit by a lot of mosquitoes when you're outside, mm-hmm. this next part's going to come as a shock. Okay. All right. Those smells are closely associated with rancid butter, <laughs> cheese, and vomit. Huh. Some of y'all stink. <laughs> I don't get bit a lot by mosquitoes. I don't either. Some of y'all stink. I was just sitting here thinking, like, if if me and my wife are outside, mm-hmm. I might get one or two mosquito bites. She'll get covered in mosquito it's, bites. But she smells way better than me. She smells like uh, rancid butter, apparently. <laughs> I guess so. We all emit our own sort of bouquet of 300 airborne chemicals that emit from the skin and the breath that dissipate into the air, said Connor McMahon. The study began from McMahon's hypothesis that mosquitoes have evolved to detect smells distinct to the human body. Only do they prefer the smell of some people over others. Um, so in Zambia, that's where they did the study, him and his team erected a 65-foot-long screen cage to hold a swarm of mosquitoes. They assembled small one-person tents outside and connected the tents to the cage with aluminum ductwork. In the tents, people went to sleep and with fans blowing their breath and body odors into the mosquito cage. The ductwork emptied onto warm landing pads, and researchers used infrared lights to track the mosquitoes. So if you wake up the next day, mm-hmm. then they got to be like, you stink a little bit. <laughs> but that's what it is. Now, yeah. I've always was told that mosquitoes are attracted to bright colors and a lot of like perfumey, smelly stuff. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, yeah. let's keep in mind, this is, uh, this is mosquitoes in Zambia, right? Well, is a mosquito a mosquito, though? Well, that's like saying, is a person a person? <laughs> like they, they can vary, can't they? I think they can vary, but at their core, right? Like we have rich, snobby, spoiled mosquitoes <laughs> over here in North America. Our mosquitoes are used to a okay. high fructose corn syrup. They would never, they would <laughs> never bite somebody that smells like vomit <laughs> over here. Maybe not. That's what those poor Zambian <laughs> mosquitoes bite, okay? Over here in America, they yeah. want to bite someone that smells like McDonald's. Sure. Sweet tea. <laughs> yeah. All of that. Okay, I like this. Yeah. I like, maybe we can get this study published. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get I get bit by mosquitoes, but they don't leave many bites on me, mm-hmm. if that makes if that makes sense. You know, like I can look down and want to be biting my arm. And then, you but know, you don't get like a bump. Yeah, and I won't get a bump. That okay, well, maybe that's my thing because yeah. I usually get like a few. Yeah, but I think I just became one with nature. Maybe, and I was like, "You guys can feed off me. We'll have a symbiotic relationship. If you don't make me itch, I won't, you know, kill you when you light on me." Mm-hmm. It just worked out pretty well for me. You know, all this is super interesting. But if I could shift gears for a minute, why are mosquitoes? Why? Why have they not going extinct yet? I don't know. Why are they still around? Because I read an article 10 years ago, scientists were saying that they could potentially, now with like the new CRISPR technology and gene editing and all yeah. the stuff they have, they could potentially release a batch of mosquitoes into the wild. I think we did a story on that. And affect all the other mosquitoes and right. make them all uh, sterile, sterile right. so they, they couldn't reproduce and that here in another few generations, there would be no mosquitoes left right. on the earth. And they were debating the ethics about whether they should do that or not. Yeah. 
Because I'm sure I'm not sure what purpose mosquitoes serve. You know, are they they're not pollinators, are they? Well, they say that they are uh, like frogs and and other animals will eat them. But okay, yeah, that'll yeah, just leave room source. for like another insect to to swoop in and, and you don't be want like to go messing with an ecosystem. Though. That's true. That said, I kind of want to roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I kind of think. You know, here's old liberal in tree hugging John. But I kind of think if God created something, he wanted it to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, now I know all y'all Calvinists, you get into the <laughs> into providence and everything else. And God knew we were going to kill the dodo bird and, or whatever. Right. But in my humble opinion, if he created it, we should probably keep it around. Look, all the animal species that humans have been responsible for eradicating. Millions. Yes. Uh, yeah. Too many to count. Yeah. Can we add one more? <laughs> I don't know. Once again, I'll throw out my favorite stat. 50% of all species that have went extinct since 1800 in North America have went extinct in the state of Alabama. As heartbreaking as that state is, the or the, as heartbreaking as oh, that state's stat, heartbreaking too. I was gonna say, as heartbreaking as that stat is, yeah. The one thing that's gonna make it that much worse is that you can't add mosquitoes to the list <laughs> <laughs> of all the animals on sure. the earth. I think that's the one that deserves it the most. But see, if you do away with <laughs> mosquitoes, and then there's not an insect enough volume of insect to take the place, then you're going to lose frogs and like martins. You know, martins crush mosquitoes, so bats, all of that. You're going to start losing all these other things, the unintended consequences of what happened when we start messing with our environment. Yeah, but what about all those other species? I mean, did are we, what what, what has been the, uh, the side effect of losing all those, other than we have right. a great water system so and, and good power and everything. All right, we've lost a lot of mussels in Alabama. Okay. Freshwater mussels that clean the water. Mm-hmm. So we that have sucks. dirtier Admittedly. water. Yes. And silt and all that runs down our rivers, and they're not cleaning that out, mm-hmm. which then in turn kills other fish species, which will in turn kill other fish species. And then it's going to get down to largemouth bass, and then everybody will be like, oh, we should have done something about this. <laughs> right. So that's just how it works. Well, what if eradicating the mosquitoes fixes everything? It could. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we don't, We have no idea. I have no there's quarrel a, with the mosquitoes. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> I have no. And there's the gambling side of me <laughs> wants to roll the dice on this one. You're playing God, Tiny. You're playing God, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Your hubris is too high. You think you know better than God? No, I don't. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. Maybe the Lord wanted us to eradicate the mosquitoes. That's the Calvinist in you coming up. That's it. That's all it's coming up. He he uh he had uh, he foreordained the extinction of mosquitoes. Yeah. Yes. I just all the animals that people have killed over the sure. years. It just it pains me that the one that we let escape our wrath <laughs> was the mosquito. 
like if we hadn't have hunted saber tooth tigers to extinction, mm-hmm. they would be eating stupid people left and right. <laughs> we would be a smarter population. <laughs> all the dumb people that are causing all the problems that can't use a self-checkout right at Walmart yeah. and all that, they would be dead. What's that I brought up last week on the Plus Show? <laughs> I don't know. It was the harsh conditions of the Mongolian <laughs> exactly. steppe that made the Mongols so great. And when their struggle to survive and conquer ceased, so too did their empire. Imagine if you were coming out of Dollar General <laughs> and a saber-toothed tiger just snatched somebody up in front of you. Yeah. You'd be like, well, we need to be careful around here. All the smart people would say that. <laughs> the dumb people just bebop on out there with their little yellow buggy. My family is getting so sick and tired of me telling them about the <laughs> Mongolians. <laughs> it's true, though. The Mongols were amazing. <laughs> they were I mean, what they accomplished. <laughs> it's amazing. My wife is like, uh, we were we went swimming on Memorial Day. Uh, okay, and my wife has this. Uh, uh, she she is scared of the water. Like, okay, like her mom is like seriously like big time phobia of the water. Gotcha. And Tara's not as bad as her, but she's there. And so every time Eli comes up out of the water, she's like, "You need to rest. You need to take a few <laughs> deep breaths." And I'm like, "Do you think the Mongols <laughs> took a rest?" In a few deep breaths of air when they were conquering China? No. <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's kind of sad they did all that work and now they're nothing. You know? Yeah. That's going to be the United States. That's going to be that. us. We, I like the Unis. We're in the beginning stages of our crumbling empire. We yes. all acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. We've been the most benevolent of any world power in the history of the world. We could have conquered all of y'all. You know, there was a time where we could have conquered all of y'all. Instead, we just took all your resources. We just stole your resources and gave you a little bit of money. (laughs) Traded things out, put a bunch of military bases in your country. (laughs) Instead, we just made a lot of lucrative business deals. (laughs) I saw a map this weekend. It was on the internet, and it was a map of our bases around the border of Iran. You know, it's just like wrong with United States bases. And it was like, yeah. I wonder why Iran doesn't like us. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we're right on your doorstep just waiting. We could have took them out, though. I was listening to a podcast last week where somebody was griping. It was, <laughs> it was, the hosts were a little more left-leaning, you could yeah. say. They're like, everyone in America thinks America's the great. Well, what makes America so great? And I'm like, I don't know. Invented the car, sure. the plane. The internet, <laughs> flight, <laughs> should I keep going? Everything, <laughs> light bulb. And we didn't take over whatever crappy area you live in. You yeah, know? we just used your resources. <laughs> like, we could have, it could have been the whole world could have been the United States, essentially, except maybe Russia. They'd have probably given us some problems. <laughs> the only people that the Russian winner doesn't get is the Mongols. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't I don't know that we wanted to. At well, I don't know, man. I mean, we had the atomic bomb post World War II. We could have just leveled a bunch of people. We should mm-hmm. have probably leveled Russia <laughs> at that point time. Yeah, <laughs> for Ukraine. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> if we had if we had just turned that into a nuclear wasteland, Ukraine <laughs> would be fine now. Maybe it would. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on in Ukraine. It went from everybody was all into Ukraine to we don't even talk about Ukraine anymore on the news. Hmm. Yeah. 
Has Russia been beaten yet? I mean, no, they're still fighting. I uh, would like to get a better return on our investment. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a headline the other day that now the Ukrainians are like drone striking like residential neighborhoods in Moscow. Oh, yeah? Which, that sounds serious. <laughs> that's a great way to start a world war. <laughs> I say, that's a... Uh, that's definitely going to escalate. Well, good thing things. we got a strong leader in place that's working to resolve the conflict. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I I got faith the adults are in charge now. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm sure we're probably doing a lot of uh-huh. peace talks and trying to come to a resolution here. Yeah. yeah. Diplomacy. Diplomacy. Our true strength. Yeah, right. Surely we're not just pouring money into a country with no oversight of what happens to it and, and maybe maybe not blew up the nord stream <laughs> gas pipeline and we keep that down home <laughs> all right that's serious sabotage right there i mean that's that's really bad that's very bad <laughs> kind of cool we could do it you know and pull it off but and if i'm understanding correctly if we did this this was just to keep like <laughs> europe in check so yeah. they wouldn't give in and yeah and start that's kind of what I Yes. It's not enough that you sanction Russia. We're right. going to make sure you continue to sanction yeah. Russia yes. by blowing up your only means of importing their natural gas. When it gets tough here in a, little, in a few months and y'all want to get some natural gas, guess what? You can't. <laughs> yeah. You got to get it from us. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> we're just we're just keeping everybody strong. <laughs> That's right. Y'all the ones that said y'all didn't want it. <laughs> yeah. We're just helping you out. <laughs> I We're like know. your accountability partner in Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. This is going to be my last story here. We'll just fly through this. Man who opened a plane door over South Korea says that he wanted out quickly. Did you see this? The dude who yeah, just, I saw he was on a flight. He just yeah. opened up the, the door. Right. Man. He's just ready to go. <laughs> A man who opened an emergency exit on a flight in midair felt suffocated and he wanted to get off quickly, South Korean police have said. The Asiana Airlines plane was carrying nearly 200 passengers as it approached the runway on Friday at Daegu International Airport about 150 miles southeast of uh, Seoul on a domestic flight. When the plane was about 200 meters above the ground, the man who police said was in his 30s, without providing further details, opened the exit door. The passenger was taken in by Daegu police for questioning and told officers that he had been under stress after losing a job recently. He just <laughs> he just went on nuts. I mean, that happens. Yeah. Uh, he felt the flight was taking longer than it should have been, and he felt suffocated inside the cabin. He's he ready to go. Quickly. Yeah. Uh, he now faces up to 10 years in prison for vo- violating aviation safety laws. A video clip shot by a nearby passenger, which is just hilarious that this is going right. on. One of the things and I you noticed, can count on someone to get out that video absolutely. and make a, make a video. I got to Snapchat this. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the things I noticed in the video is the mask weren't down. You know, oh, really? I thought the mask would be down in it. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. They were 200 meters. because the earth's flat, tiny. <laughs> Everybody knows this. Of course. <laughs> uh, there was another video that showed so on social media that showed passengers sitting in the emergency exit row next to an open door being buffeted by strong winds. A dozen yeah. passengers were taken to the hospital after experiencing breathing difficulties, but there were no major injuries or damage, according to the transport ministry. I'm assuming I'm, I'm guessing here that had they been like at a higher altitude, this yeah. would have been a more serious. Right. Thing. Do you think I don't know. if you were sitting, I know I what I would have done if I was sitting by him. <laughs> you're a much more moral man than myself. 
is I'd have backhanded him right in the nose a few times. I'd be like, dude, that wind's got my hand. I'm so I'm so sorry. Excuse me. What? Just keep popping him. Idiot. <laughs> so well, look. This is what you get when you fly Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Asiana Airlines. That's the spirit of Asia. Gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> but once again, Southwest and Spirit, you're the cause of this by letting poor people travel. <laughs> they should not be allowed to travel. Is this going to be a new thing? Like we all got freaked out and watched this video of this guy opening oh, the yeah. door and someone, somebody somewhere is like, hey, should those be just... Yeah, that I mean, I know it's an emergency, it's an emergency exit, exit but, but should someone be able to just walk up and open it like that? I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of pressure when you sit up by the emergency exit because mm-hmm. they come over to you and like, are you going to be able to handle anything? I'm always like, sure. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm out the door. Forget <laughs> everybody else on this thing. I'm gone. Like, I will be helping people <laughs> off the ramp at the bottom. And that's the help you're getting out of John. Right. Yeah. All right. A politician in India drains an entire dam to retrieve his phone. <laughs> that must have had some like, sensitive photos. Pictures on there of his his younger lady. <laughs> it took three days to pump millions of liters of water out of the dam after Rajesh Vishwas dropped the device while taking a selfie. By the time it was found, the phone was too waterlogged to work. You know, he's imagine like, that. He's like, Look, we just, let's put in some rice, guys. <laughs> put it in rice. <laughs> I'm never going to talk her into sending me these pictures again. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Vishwash claimed it contained sensitive government data and needed retrieving, but he had been accused of misusing his position. The food inspector dropped his Samsung phone worth about $1,200. Man. Are Samsung phones that expensive? I, I mean, cell I always phones. thought they were poor people phones. <laughs> I was say, we don't think of them being expensive because I think these days, most plans, you pay on them every yeah, month. Right. They get you on that. Yeah, but I think like just a normal phone, it's around a grand, so that sounds about right. Huh. Well, he dropped his phone into the Kurkata Dam in the central Indian state of Chahadagra on Sunday. Uh, after local divers failed to find it, he paid for a diesel pump to be brought in. Dear goodness. Uh, he said in a video statement quoted in Indian media, he said he had verbal permission from an official to drain some water into a nearby canal Ooh, you're going to need more than verbal permission, yeah. okay? <laughs> Adding that the official said it would, in fact, benefit the farmers who would have more water. The pump ran for several days. Oh, dang, I clicked on a watch ad. I didn't do that on purpose. Uh, the pump ran for several days, emptying out roughly 2 million liters of water, uh, reportedly enough to irrigate six square kilometers of farmland, which is 600 hectares, if you didn't know. I did the math real quick. Um, His mission was stopped when another official from the Water Resource Department arrived following a complaint. Uh, He has been suspended until an inquiry. Water is an essential resource, and it cannot be wasted like this, (laughs) Uh, a canker district official told the newspaper. But you know when that guy showed up, he was like, you still 
are y'all still popping water out here? <laughs> I thought you were just going to do a little bit, man. <laughs> like you drained the whole thing. Well, did he get his phone? Yeah, but okay. it wouldn't work. It was too waterlogged to work. <laughs> it was under 2 million liters of water. Of course it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You that told no me sense. the iPhone was waterproof now. Well, I don't know if it's waterproof up to that, <laughs> up to that depth. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of water. This poor guy. And maybe like uh, his boss in the government was like, you better get that phone back. You know? <laughs> That's what I say. It just, it makes no sense. If this was just a phone, yeah. like, like somebody's ordinary phone, it makes no sense why someone would do that to get it back unless there was something on that phone it's that very was extremely sensitive. That you cannot risk anybody getting. Yeah. Like naked pictures of you woman. You know? <laughs> well, even that. This is just some kind of like top secret yeah. documents having to it's do with like that. war in Ukraine or something. It could I be. Mean, yeah. Yeah. That's just, or them allying with Russia or something. <laughs> yes. <You know? laughs> or they're backing some kind of Chinese. Yeah. Currency. Uh, something. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. They want to start taking yuan <laughs> yes, as, for, the, as the current reserve currency. India is a superpower now. People forget hmm. they're a superpower. So, what we, is their superpower? <laughs> Fire breathing? Are you trying to get me in trouble? <laughs> Libby has an Indian friend. Okay. And uh, so she was telling me a while back, she, well, not a while back, a couple of weeks ago, she had to go to this girl's birthday party. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I know an Indian couple. And I was like, and they have a daughter. She's probably around your age. It'd be weird if it was the same people. Mm -hmm. Turns out it was. They okay. used to eat at Roly-Poly all the time. All right. I was like, awesome. What's up, man? He owns several gas stations around town and uh, <laughs> does quite well for himself. He's a very cool dude. And so I was like, y'all are cool to hang out anytime. Like your kid can come to my house, spend the night. I will send my kid to your house. Cause I know and trust you. Mm -hmm. Unlike all these other friends that she's made <laughs> this year. I don't know their parents and they're all kind of weird. And somebody's mom is getting locked up and all that. <laughs> it's like, you guys are normal. And her mom's a nurse. Yeah. And I'm just like Deidre. So I was like, this is great. We can be buddies, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to make that work. Cause they're cool. I like them. So you going to get invited to Diwali? Maybe. Like on the office? Maybe. Dude. <laughs> that sounds like a blast. <laughs> when they got married, they had like a traditional Indian wedding, like yeah. rode elephants, all kind of stuff. Uh -huh. It was awesome. Nice. You know? Awesome. Yeah. His wife, 1010, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. You don't see a lot of beautiful older Indian ladies in my experience. <laughs> like somewhere around the way, they hit the wall pretty hard. Huh. But she's beautiful. There's no good segue. Let's just talk about Cajun Curl Let's here. Let's do it. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, for their support. Oh, do you think – I forgot this joke. When they were draining that to get the cell phone, they found any catfish down there as big as a Volkswagen. <laughs> if they did, yeah. I bet it would have gone really great with some Cajun Curl <laughs> That's what Spice. I was you know what's great on catfish? <laughs> Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice. Check them out at the website, CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. 
Cajun Curl by You Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, catfish. I actually put it on grilled cheese tonight when I was making it. Pretty good. And anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl by You Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blend Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest gro- your local grocer, uh, or you can order your own right there on the website. If your local grocery store doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly in Taylorville, and on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask it to use a spice, but we don't ask to pay full price. That's right. All right, let's go to the phones. Oh, all right. We got a couple messages this week. Oh, okay. Our first, your uh, your shout out. <laughs> it, it works. <laughs> you got to get the people fired up. Our first message comes from Terry. Hey, Chris. This is uh, Terry Helpsley, your blind friend oh and john hi uh, that's your blind friend terry up in illinois i just listened to your show i just wanted to let you know i i stream audio with description being blind on a web page called sero s-e-r-o sero.com sero tech and uh i've been i uh, just started watching the family matters and it did come out in 1989 and they did four episodes before they brought in the character of Steve Urkel. Just started to let you know. All right. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing something about that. Uh, Steve Urkel was originally supposed to be kind of like a side character. Right. And then he took over. He just he, he took over the whole show. <laughs> Have you seen that Key and Peele sketch where they're... Uh, the, the officer, you know, the dad, yeah, is coming in and he's like, you know, I'm a trained actor, and the producer of the show is like, you're gonna do what Urkel says. <laughs> <laughs> Urkel's driving this ship. I hadn't, but that sounds it hilarious. is hilarious. <laughs> you should watch. Everybody should. It's very fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, apparently we got four episodes in 1989, or in 1989 the show came out. So I guess you can count it as yeah. an 80s show. Family Matters, awesome. Yeah, it's a good show. Love that show. Fun show. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, like everything, it did jump the shark, but I it was good for a long time. I wasn't deep in Family Matters culture. I was. To know, to follow it season <laughs> to season. But if it was on, I'd watch it and I would giggle. Yeah, yeah. And that was fun. Yeah. Uh, and our next message comes from Nicole. Hey, y'all. Um, This is Nicole from California. I have a couple things. First off, a lot of airlines... You guys were talking about, you know, the plus size, whoever, influencer. Um, a lot of airlines do charge you for fuel. They'll charge you if you're overweight and you, I think like a lot of airlines, their line is if you can't get the armrest down or something like that, you have to buy two seats. So that's like, that's a double price. Might as well just go first class at that point. Secondly, uh, Jacqueline's husband 
Tiny does not speak for all Christians. Can we just can I just put that out there? I would I, I definitely have gone through periods in my life where I did not really ascribe to a faith and I did not just go all evil all the time or whatever. I Tiny, I just don't believe you. Really, really, are you really saying you would just, you don't know what you'd be capable of if you didn't believe in Jesus, like there was no scorecard or anything like that? You you think you wouldn't try to help people or anything like that? I just don't believe that. You don't seem like that much of a jerk. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you really are a terrible person, because that's pretty terrible. Like, I definitely probably give a little more empathy to people I absolutely dislike because I know that they're children of God but in general maybe it's just because I've been in the social work field I don't know I think all humans need help and if I see someone suffering I feel like I try to help them as much as possible and yes I get scammed out of money all the time by homeless folks using it for fentanyl anyway um I love the show you guys have a great day bye uh, thank you for, uh, for for thinking I'm not a terrible person. Yeah. But he is. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that um, as far as like human terms, like like I like to think that I'm, I'm better than some folks out there. It's, you can always find someone worse than you are. And sure, let me back up what Nicole says. I do not speak for all Christians. No, my my I do. My beliefs and opinions are my own. And not all Christians believe in total depravity. But no. original sin, pretty basic, pretty foundational. I don't know of any mainline Christian denominations that don't no. believe in original sin. So right. I don't know. Like I'll, I'll share this share this story to my own detriment. I <laughs> used to work with a guy who was an absolute jerk. Mm-hmm. All right. Every single day, it's like he went out of his way to start an argument and cause problems. I think that being kind of a butthole was kind of part of his personality. Like he actually prided himself in being that guy. Mm -hmm. He was really big into off-roading and he would go out with his buddies. He had like a special built truck that could go down like these trails in the woods that, you know, you and I could never dream of possibly coming out the other side. Right. And I remember one time I thought to myself, maybe I'll get lucky and his truck will flip over on him (laughs) and squish his head. And now I immediately thought to myself, what a horrible thought. Right. Why would you think something that? But even though I would never do something to hurt someone, and even though I knew that was the wrong thing to think immediately after I thought it, I think that's that's who I am deep down inside. If you remove society... If you take away people's consequences for what they do and give them like unlimited authority, I think that's why you look at the great men of history. They're rarely great. A lot of times they they do terrible things. I just, I I don't know. I would like to think that that people are basically good, but there's a part of me that thinks at the very bottom of it all, we're not that great. And it is society and all these other things that we've constructed to help us be better. Sure. I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at. I can see that. Mm -hmm. I think certainly there are good people who don't believe in God Mm -hmm. and there are bad people who do believe in God. That all exists. Right. 
I think the point you're trying to make is that there is a thread holding all of us into acting right. <laughs> right. You know? And you sever that thread right. and it can get pretty right. hairy pretty quick. My question is, where did that thread come from? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a more compelling. Right. You know, why did we all agree at some point in time, either handed down from the Lord above or collectively as a society that stealing was wrong? Right. You know? Everybody thinks stealing's wrong. There's nobody thinks stealing's right. We all agree on that point. Somehow we all decided that. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it was God going, here's the Ten Commandments, stealing's wrong, or we were like, society works a lot better if we can all keep our own stuff. I don't know. But there's still people who steal all the time. Yeah. You know, even though it's wrong. <laughs> I was about to say, we all know stealing is wrong, but right. take away someone's consequences yeah. for what they get when they do. Sure. Drop some drop well, somebody into a mob of people looting whatever. Yeah. And you see people, I mean, so not everybody, no. but a lot I mean that that makes it a lot more compelling to just go out and right. and steal if you if you don't think you're going to get caught, if you don't think you're going to have to face any consequences for it. I just I just wonder why we all I mean of course, the obvious answer to me is there was a lawgiver who gave us the our morals right. that were set out to make our society function well. Mm-hmm. The non-Calvinist part of me says we have free will to deny those morals and do whatever we want to at any point in time. Right. And having a relationship with God keeps you, helps you from doing mm-hmm. that. Now, I've stolen stuff in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you know it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's old John. I don't steal mm-hmm. anymore, you know, but I might have picked a candy bar or two off the shelf at Dale's Mini Mart a few times, <laughs> slid them in my pocket. I'm not I'm not trying to portray myself as the good and godly person. You know, I have my faults. But at some point in time I was like, hey, that's wrong. You yeah. know, can't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why other people can't. It's odd. That I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know. Do dolphins? Do they have uh, society, societal norms among? Pods? I, I maybe. I mean, maybe they do. But you see what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. it seems like no one apes don't go to ape jail. <laughs> they steal no. someone else's bananas, do they? I don't know. You might get beat up though. <laughs> yeah, right. And I don't know that deterrence. Well, I mean, studies have shown the death penalty doesn't keep people from killing people. Right. You know, like, I don't know that punishment is what keeps you from not being a bad person. Mm-hmm. I think kind of the point Nicole's making is if you're a good person, you're a good person, regardless of your religious, of your belief, religious beliefs yeah, yeah. or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And if you're a bad person, you're a bad People steal from churches all the time. Right. You know, I mean, church members steal from churches all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe it just comes to the individual. Now, like you said, if Seems it like- devolves to every, you know, like if society devolves into uh, lawlessness, mm-hmm. You're going to see me doing some lawless stuff. Yeah, it seems like if that was hardwired into each and every one of us. Yeah. Like, I don't you know. You would be able to deny it. Well, also, but yeah, like, why would we need police officers if everybody knew... Yeah, stealing's wrong. Stealing was wrong. It right. seems to me like, well, just nobody would steal. Right. You know, so yeah. I don't know. That's my, you know, like, the argument has been made, and I'm not smart enough to mm-hmm. probably 
posited as well as it should be is that we developed a lot of these things as like a herd instinct right. to help keep us together. But if it was an instinct, you couldn't deny an instinct. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't be able to go, well, I want to steal this because maybe I'm hungry and I need a bread, a loaf of bread or I just want a shiny ring or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how that works. That's why I think God was like, mm-hmm. hey, here's the moral structure I want society to run by. Keep it. And then we're just like, I'm kind of going to do my own thing <laughs> sometimes. But in general, yeah, good people are good and bad people are bad, regardless, I think, of what they believe. Mm-hmm. I think that... However, if you remove society. <laughs> yeah. Or if you remove religion, because there is that whole theory that religion was created to control the masses. Right. You know, if you remove that, where are we at? Mm-hmm. You know, like if I'm talking, you go back to the beginning and remove it. Where are we at? You know, we would be like San Francisco, I guess. <laughs> it's like the walking dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Huh. Anyway, these are questions far too large. For us to I'm definitively not smart <laughs> yeah. settle right here. Right I'm not now. smart enough to do all that. Yeah. Uh, but one thing we need to do is we need to ask some questions. Oh, yeah. At least I think. Maybe they're not this in-depth. <laughs> and now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. But, Nicole, first of all, compliments on saying, hey, y'all. I'm sounding like a true <laughs> Southerner. You might as well move on down here. Number two, tiny is horrible. Y'all don't know. <laughs> Our relationship's actually the inverse. I pretend to be the person Tiny is. <laughs> and Tiny pretends to be the nice, gentle giant that I am. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, if you uh, give me all authority and take away any consequences, and it's going to be bad. I would hate to see yeah. what I'm capable of. Uh, me too. <laughs> you talk about taking over Russia in the winter. <laughs> I think we could do it. John said he would defend, he would default on our debt. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that whole debt ceiling stuff. Don't get me started on that. It's stupid. And the way they framed it is stupid, too. It's stupid. I wish we would default on the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm. I don't want to raise it. I want it. I mean, let's just rip the Band-Aid off of this thing. <laughs> he wants to see the stock market yeah. go to zero. <laughs> yeah, it's fine with me. I didn't put all my money in crypto like all y'all goobers. <laughs> I'll be fine. Uh, our one and only question this week does come from Nicole. She says, does Deidre hate your beard or has she seen the light? She does not like my beard. Okay. She's really made no comments about it, though. Mm-hmm. I just know from... 29 years of being with her. She does not like my beard, but she ain't my boss. <laughs> and if I want to grow a beard, I'll grow a beard. <laughs> and if she don't want to touch me because of it, it ain't going to be much different than what it is anyways. <laughs> so I'll be fine. What else are you going to do? Take away the keys to my spaceship? I'm a sexual camel. <laughs> I can outlast anybody. All right. So I'm going to have a beard for a while. Yeah, I kind of like it because it covers up my fat chin. <laughs> we did get a text from Pat. He said, oh, okay. uh, if WNBA teams want more people in the seats, maybe they should play shirts and skins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, not a bad idea. Lingerie Football League does really well. <laughs> yeah. I think they sell out every game. <laughs> 
Well, John, as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you so much. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. These are the names I'm pulling up right now. <laughs> and those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., uh, Mr. Cole Walter, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Todd Glover, Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Mick Will. Seriously, guys, thank you so much for supporting the show and supporting what we do. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several tiers, but the $5 tier gets you an extra show after this one, Earth Oddity Extended. Once again, that's patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in extension today? We're going to talk about a lady who was let go from her job. Okay. And I have a story about a senior prank. Okay. So. Nice. (laughs) There we go. Senior prank. You got anything else? No, other than I love everybody. Mm -hmm. I think y'all are all awesome people who listen to this show. Probably much better than me morally. And I'm glad you're that way regardless of what you believe. If you're going to burn in hell, that's your choice. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to get right with God and burn with hell as it burn in hell as your choice. Ooh, we got a message from one of our patrons too. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that in the Patreon. Okay. All right. There we go. That's awesome. (laughs) We needed some more content. (laughs) We're almost at our goal of 100 patron members. We're getting so close. We just need a few more people to sign up. Yes. Just, I mean, dig deep, guys. And if you don't want to sign up, tell your friends, yeah. your, your gullible friends, yes. to listen to the show and get them to sign yeah. up. Do you know rich people? Tell them to sign up. They're yeah. not going to miss five, ten bucks. Get them to sign up, and then you maybe you can like listen to their feed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. But like, you know what a good Christmas gift is this year? Signing up for the Earth Oddity Patreon. <laughs> yes. And they'll be like, what? And you'll be like, it's two idiots from Alabama. <laughs> Who, for some reason, won't stop doing this podcast. And apparently, one of them is like a closeted megalomaniac. <laughs> Tiny's a, he's a Mongol con. It's always the ones you least suspect. <laughs> yes. Well, other than that, I love you guys. Y'all are all great. I hope y'all have a wonderful week and do good things for other people mm-hmm. out of the goodness of your heart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Forget about currying favor with the Lord, because it don't really work that way anyway. No, I don't. Yeah. So. That's true. Unless you're tiny. You're trying to build up brownie <laughs> points to get into heaven. <laughs> You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. If you would like to... Right into the show, we yeah. are Earth Oddity at planetmail.net. We got some show art. You can check that out. Underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server link in the show notes. We have a brand spanking new website you can check out. That is earthoddity.net. It's sharp. Uh, submit your t shirts. Submit designs. your t shirts. <laughs> this yeah. is uh, this month of June. This is going right. to this is it. The Pride Month. <laughs> That's right. Put me and Tiny on a Pride t-shirt. Get us canceled. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we have a phone number. Yeah, what's that phone number? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome, patrons, to the extended show. Here we are. It extends. <laughs> what's, what's, I mean, I, we, what's I don't your... have any real good stories. Okay. Other than I try to keep Hudson from taking drugs at this concert. And I think I was successful in it.